He's wearing a Roddy Collins jacket. He's got his teeth done like Ross from Friends. He is looking, <laughs> ma- he, 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 he's looking magnificent and he's ready to go. Just for the pod, lads. Just for the pod. Download the OTB Sports app and subscribe to the GAA podcast feed now. Uh, we're going to turn to NFL because the regular season is drawing to a close and it would seem the New England Patriots are very good again. Tara Sullivan of the Boston Globe. Hello. Hello there. How are you? This is forcing me to revisit my theory that Belichick was utterly reliant on Tom Brady. <laughs> I think it's forcing a lot of people, if there's any solace in not being alone, <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that, uh, in that feeling. Yeah, he's, he's doing a pretty good job this year. So this was against Buffalo Bills, highly rated Buffalo Bills, away from home. Weather was, I think we can say, inclement. And <laughs> they came good. Patriots won. So uh, tell us about the game. Tell us about the weather. Tell us about Belichick and this... I don't think we got it's not a second coming but it's uh, certainly a, a coming again from Belichick. Yeah, it's a, it's a second act in its own kind of way because he's had more than one act anyway but certainly with the with uh as it goes by quarterbacks with the Patriots. Well, to start off, I mean the weather was brutal. Um not the temperature so much. Like it was cold, but it's often cold in Buffalo, but the wind was up to fit well we you know, we're 50 miles an hour um the the wind gusts and the entire three hours, three plus hours of the game. It was between 30 and uh, 20 and 30 miles an hour, just all the time. The goalposts were moving. The flags were flying. You know, it was just really hard to control the football. Um, And then it snowed on and off throughout the game as well. So when you throw all that together, uh, it was a fascinating response that we saw from Bill Belichick and the Patriots because it was an historic night on their part for only attempting three passes you know, which is nearly unheard of um, in the NFL. I mean, they just, they made it abundantly clear they weren't going to put their rookie quarterback in a position to to try to, you know, rifle the ball through that wind. Um, arm strength would not be his primary characteristic as a quarterback, unlike Josh Allen with the Bills, who is known for having a strong arm. So the Bills kind of attacked the game the way you would have expected. I don't think they really changed their game plan as much based on the weather. And then the fact that the Patriots got an early lead, um, they were able to do that. You know, they were able to just run out the clock and run the ball. And, you know, there was a stretch um, between Mac Jones's first two pass attempts of the three. Um, The Patriots ran the ball over 30 consecutive times. And it was unlike anything I've ever seen. And just remarkable in the sense that a guy who's been in the league as long and coaching as long as Belichick has still can come up with something new and something different and something we haven't seen before and be successful at it. And Tara, the run-heavy approach, was that entirely predicated on the weather conditions? Like, do you think that changed on arrival in Buffalo? Or I, I get the impression Belichick's not afraid to to take that sort of somewhat unorthodox approach and maybe ask his quarterback to sit this one out in terms of not being a high-profile part of the game. Oh, I definitely think so. I definitely think so. I think Belichick is one of the best at adjusting in the moment and adjusting to the circumstance, you know, not being, listen, people describe him in a lot of ways and maybe rigid or stubborn about certain things, right? And And I don't think that's unfair to say that about Belichick and this whole notion of a Patriot way. But when it comes to ways to win a football game, he's not at all rigid. You know, he will find whatever way might work. And I think when they realize how tough those conditions were. Um, They just readjusted and pulled all the running plays, you know, their best running plays. They added uh, extra blockers at the line, you know, there's five offensive linemen, but they added running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, anybody along there to block as well. Um, And really in the end though, 
what it said about the Patriots to me beyond Belichick is that the Patriots just out-muscled, out-physicaled the Bills, which is something I think the Bills are kind of licking their wounds over a little bit because they were putting extra defenders in that box. They were pushing the line of scrimmage. They knew that the Patriots were going to run the ball and still couldn't stop it. So there was a lot of, there were a lot of different um, impressions of the Patriots that came out of that game, all of them good from a New England perspective. And Mac Jones on, on a more macro level, the sense yeah. that like people who probably aren't overly familiar with with him will think, oh, three passes. Yeah. You know, it's probably not representative of what a good season he's had. Like you'd have to say he's probably front runner for rookie of the year or offensive rookie of the year. And do you know, has Belichick has put trust in him in, in other elements of their season so far. And there have been probably premature parallels drawn between himself yeah. and what Tom Brady was doing around 20 years ago when New England won their first championship in his first season. So just uh, to give us an impression of Mac Jones' performance so far. Yeah, it's funny. In the column that I wrote off that game, I said, you know, it's not a case where this is the kid who was in the group project, did nothing but got the A anyway, right? Like, you know how the, he, he did his part. Yes, he didn't throw the ball, but he managed the, the huddle extremely well. He recognized at the line of scrimmage, you know, the right things. Who's supposed to be in motion? Who are the extra guys in the box? And after the game, the kid was giddy over what he had just been part of. Like, he was so... Um, excited to even be part of such an unusual game like that. There was no element of, you know, oh my God, I didn't get to throw the ball. And I think in some ways it was probably easier for Belichick to pull that off with a rookie because it's not as if Mac Jones is going to storm into the room, you know, and say and demand, you know, I should have been throwing the ball. He's he's certainly still in a position to do whatever whatever they ask of him. But it was actually a lot of fun. Even some of his teammates, Matthew Judon, who's one of their new players this year and has really fit in well on defense. He came in and kind of made a joke like, I'm sure everybody on offense deserves, you know, the credit. Well, maybe except Mac, because, you know, all he did was hand off. And the fact that they can do that and sort of joke around and realize the kid's not going to be upset about it because he came off just the previous week when they beat Tennessee. He had a career high in passing yards over 300 yards. So it's not a case of we don't trust you ever. I think it was a case of, we're not going to put you in a position to fail um, amid conditions you've never seen before. This kid grew up in Florida, never saw snow, and played at Alabama, you know, which is another southern climate. So this kind of weather in in um, football ways is new to him. So this is very interesting because last season was pretty much by Patriot standards a disaster. And now <laughs> here they are looking not just quietly impressive anymore, but impressive. And they're 6-0 and on the road this season. Where are they, Tara, in the bigger conversation? Well, they're the number one seed in the AFC if the playoffs started today, number one overall. And they managed that between Baltimore, the Ravens losing, losing and then beating the Bills. They're obviously first again in their own division, the AFC East, um, which they had won for 11 consecutive seasons. And I think it was 19 out of 20 um, until Buffalo broke that 11-year streak last year. So the dominance yeah, prior to last season was crazy. And, and it, you know, they are in everybody's conversation Believe it or not, I mean, the, the conversation is real and gaining steam that you could get a Patriots versus Tom Brady's Super Bowl. Oh, stop. I mean, what, <laughs> Come on, behave, What, do we, what do we do then? <laughs> <laughs> but those are two of your favorites right there in the <laughs> NFC and the AFC. Um, no, the Patriots, it's been fascinating these past two weeks leading up to the Bills game. 
I and this was another thing I wrote like prior to the season that game shaped up as being all about the Bills. It was going to be their coronation, the handoff complete. They now own the division, you know, but then because of what the Patriots had had done from when they were two and four to when the six in a row at that point, um, everybody was talking about the Patriots across the country. And now coming out of that game, having won it and won it in such an unusual fashion, the Patriots are again the team that everybody's talking about. So. At right now, listen, it doesn't get easier. They have a bye week next week and they go to Indianapolis then, which is another team that has really come on lately. Um, but clearly the Patriots don't mind playing on the road. And, you know, that's the next big game to end all big games. And then they get Buffalo again at home. So maybe we need to check in again after mm-hmm. the next two games. But as of right now, they're one of the favorites um, that people are talking about, especially in the AFC. Wow. Uh, how is old man Tom doing? <laughs> I mean, again, he had, I don't know what they're thinking. They, they're not worried about his age. He threw the ball, whatever, 50 times in his last game, and they rebounded with a really good win over the weekend. So, I mean, he's he's ageless. I don't know what to tell you. The guy is amazing. Between him and Gronkowski, he's now gotten Gronk to give up all refined sugars and start turning the, the clock back on his aging process, and they just keep scoring touchdowns, and uh, who knows? I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all to see them back in the Super Bowl. Okay. I thought Gronk was a have a good time kind of a guy. He is that too. He'll always have a good time and he's still spiking the ball. But, you know, he's listening a little bit on the dietary stuff. Okay. (laughs) And Tara, just on the, what I mentioned earlier, the parallels that are being drawn between this and 01, like there is is merit to it in fairness to those making that point in the sense that it's a defense heavy team, defense reliant team rather. The quarterback's not being asked to do an awful lot. And to your point, you know, it's, it's strength in numbers, you know, quite a, a democratic approach, I would say, that the ball is shared around. So, like, there, there is a sense that this is a very real possibility that the Patriots could make a good run in the playoffs here. Absolutely. And you picked, there are a few different teams that people have drawn some parallels, but I'm with you. I think the 2001, because of the quarterback and it's a quarterback league, you know, I just think that that's the one that I think of. That's the first Super Bowl, personally, that I ever covered. And so it, it's obviously memorable for a lot of reasons for me. But the storyline of the Patriots that year, I even recall, you know, a long winning streak. And like you said, as defense heavy. And I recall a big win over the Chargers in Los Angeles, which was the first kind of big win that the Patriots had this season that they it seemed like they had figured some things out. So um, it's it's an absolutely legitimate storyline right now. And I think the Patriots have earned every bit of it with what they've done you know, these past six, seven weeks and what they're doing this season. Right now, they are the talk of the NFL. And, you know, I'm sure that makes some people sick to their stomachs, and, you know, and just want to shake their heads and like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, but um, but going back to a one. Yeah, it just think of it like if Belichick were to ever pull it off. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's nothing more you would have to do for, uh, legacy wise. Like, it's crazy to think about if he were to really reload and rebuild that quickly, you know, one year off and um, so much about it. I mean, there's all these other rookie quarterbacks in the NFL and none of them landed in as good a situation. None of them is, is, is playing as well as Mac Jones or managing games as well. And it just brings to mind, I don't know if you guys ever saw the video and I would recommend it if you haven't from the night of the NFL draft, when Mac Jones was finally taken by the Patriots, it's hilarious because he kind of he ju- they only invite certain draft picks, first round expected draft picks to the draft on site. So he was one of the handful there, but he was one of the last ones picked of the guys who were there. And he bounced out of that chair so fast and like marched his way to the podium so quickly. You could tell he just couldn't wait. I think now looking back, you know, he just 
I think he knew. He knew he was going into just such a good situation for a rookie quarterback. Tara, always great to have you on. Thanks so much. Thank you. Cheers. Enjoy the games. We will. Tara Sullivan from the Boston Globe. And our American football coverage is brought to you in association with the Erlingus College Football Classic Northwestern against Nebraska at the Aviva Stadium on Saturday, August 27th, 2022. And you can check out collegefootballireland.com for full details. And of course, the snap streams live every Thursday from two o'clock here on our social channels.